Hey there, I'm so pumped to tell you about an amazing new community I've launched called Grief to Growth Circle Community. It's a space for people who are grieving to come together to support each other and for people who want to know who we are, why we're here, where we're going to have those conversations, all the things we talk about on the podcast. So I invite you to join me at grieftogrowth.com slash community to become part of this compassionate crew. The best part is 100% free. And you have access to me in addition to everybody else in the community. In fact, the podcast will be there so you can talk about the things we talk about in the podcast right there in the community. There's also some premium content if you want to go deeper in the work I'm doing, but mostly it's about building relationships and community and about sharing resources and supporting each other. So come on over and check it out. It's grieftogrowth.com slash community. I'll see you inside. Hi there. Welcome to Grief to Growth Podcast. Your host is Brian Smith, spiritual seeker, best-selling author, grief survivor, and life coach. Brian believes that the worst tragedies of life provide the greatest opportunity for growth. Brian says he was planted, not buried, and he is here to help you grow where you've been planted by the difficulties in life. In each episode, Brian and his guests will share what has helped them to survive and thrive. It is his sincere hope this episode helps you today. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's December 25th, 2019, day 1,645 since my daughter Shana passed away in, on June 24th, 2015. This is our fifth Christmas without Shana. This is our first Christmas without our dog Zoe, our first Christmas in 15 years. This will be our first Christmas without my mother-in-law, Margaret, uh, being in our house for about six years. Um, she's to the point now where we it's too hard to bring her over. So things are changing. It's about 7.30 in the morning. I'm up getting ready to go for my walk for the day. Kayla's asleep in her bed here, and my wife, Tawana, is, is asleep upstairs. I want to talk about what Christmas is like now and the, the challenges of, of Christmas as things change. Uh, as, as I was lying in bed last night, I was thinking about when I was young, Christmas was a, it was a palpable feeling. I mean, there was that, that feeling in your chest when you knew that Christmas Day was coming the next day. And I would lie in bed and wait for my parents to wake up so I could go down and open my presents. And as you grow older, you kind of grow out of that, you know, that anticipation of, of getting things for Christmas. But then you have your own children. And when the girls were young, I would stay up late putting together the dollhouses or putting together the electric piano we bought for Shana when she was 13, just a couple of years before she passed. And to think about the, the joy on their faces the next day, I, I had trouble sleeping even as a parent and uh, waiting for them to wake up in the morning and to see their faces as they got their gifts. I mean, Christmas was a magical time. As we grow older and our kids grow older and, and move away and don't get toys anymore. Those things change. Uh, maybe the last couple of years that Shana was here, you know, there weren't as many toys to play with. Uh, we would sit around on Christmas afternoon and we, we'd get actually bored on Christmas Day. So we, we started a new tradition where the four of us would go to the movies together. And then after uh, Shana passed, um, we would sometimes, the three of us, Tawana and, and Kayla and I, would, would go to the movies so as things change, we have to make new traditions and find new ways to celebrate the day. But, you know, frankly, it's not the same as it was. I don't anticipate Christmas the way that I used to. Uh, this year, I did not buy a single Christmas present. 
Uh, Twan and I decided there's no point in getting presents for each other. She did the shopping for Kayla. So under our tree, there are just presents for Kayla. I think there's one present for, I know there's one present for Twana's mother. Um, we'll miss her, you know, bringing over today, but Twana and Kayla and I will probably go to see her a little bit later. She lives about 20 minutes from here, but we'll just do different things today. Uh, well, I, we, when Shana was little, we would do uh, Cornish game hens uh, for a Christmas dinner. She loved it. She called it the bird. And I remember the first time when she ate an entire one by herself, she was so proud and so stuffed. Uh, we don't do those anymore. Today we'll do a, a rib roast instead. What we'll do, um, we're going to go to Nashville for a few days as a something to make new memories because as you know, Kayla is still with us. We want to make new memories for her. We want Christmas to be special for her. Now things have changed even since last year with Kayla because uh, for the last five years, Kayla has been in school um, up in Toledo. This is her first year where she's back here closer to home, but she has her own house and about 25 minutes away now. So normally on Christmas uh, for break, she'd come and spend you know several days or several weeks here. But with having her own home, uh, she hasn't been here as much. Um, and frankly, I think there's some reluctance for her to be in the house with the, the two of us where Shana isn't. Uh, we all miss Shana every day, but I think we miss her particularly on special occasions like this. And I don't blame Kayla for you know spending time in, in her own home. Another tradition that Kayla and I have is that we go out every year, we buy a snow baby, an ornament to uh, commemorate Christmas. And she had her collection of snow babies and, and Shana and I would go out and buy a, an ornament for her every year. And Kayla and I have continued that tradition. But this year, uh, frankly, I think we both forgot about it. Christmas sneaked up on us. She wasn't spending as much time here because she said she's been spending time in her own house. So we didn't do that. Um, and I'm not sure when we're going to get a chance to do it because we're leaving town tomorrow and we'll be gone for a little while. So Christmas is different. Um, you know, I, I was thinking this morning as I woke up, not as many tears. Um, you know, I, I miss Shana every bit as much as I ever have, if not more. Um, I don't know what the reason is for the the lack of tears. I, I don't know. If, I think tears kind of come from an overflow of emotion. And as I go along, my capacity to hold the emotion maybe has gotten bigger. I don't feel like my missing her is any less or my pain is any less. But um not as many tears this year. It's just an observation. I really can't say why. So uh, while I'm talking about Christmas, I want to take the opportunity here to address some questions I've gotten. I was talking to a, a client the other day, and she asked me if I believe in the miracles of Jesus. And of course, Christmas is when we celebrate Jesus' birthday. And I want to say, because sometimes people ask, or people will say, well, you you hate God now, or you hate Jesus, or you hate the Bible, or you hate Christianity or you hate religion and you hate all these different things and nothing could be further from the truth. Um, I still look at Jesus as uh, a, a great example to me. I still look at Jesus as a spiritual master. I still try to live my life based upon the way Jesus lived his life. And I will always be grateful to Jesus when I was a small child for protecting me from the guy that they told me was out to put me in hell. So Jesus will always be my protector of that time, and I'll always you know, cherish that. But I, the Jesus that people have turned him into, uh, I'm not particularly um, attached to, I guess I'll say. Um, 
Jesus, I think, to say that Jesus would send us to hell. I saw a cartoon the other day that said, it was a, a caricature, of course, but said Jesus was saying, you know, if you don't adore me and do me favors, I'll send you to hell. Uh, and I know there's some verses in the Bible that people claim line up with that belief, but I believe in the Jesus that said to forgive 70 times seven, which didn't mean literally 490 times. It meant to forgive over and over again. I believe in the Jesus that on the cross um, said to his father, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. For people who were deliberately murdering uh, murdering him, obviously they knew that they were murdering him. So if Jesus forgives those that murder him without their quote-unquote repentance, if he tells us to con- continue to forgive over and over again, then why would he or his father, who he's just like, judge us and send us to eternal torment? So no, I don't believe that. It doesn't mean I don't love the Bible. I think there's a lot of good stuff in the Bible. I still quote the Bible. I still get great inspiration from the Bible. And I still, um, again, love Jesus. And I love what's become my understanding of God, not the Sunday school God I was taught, but the God that I know now to be the source of all creation, uh, the God I know to be living inside of me and to be closer to to me than, than anything could possibly be. And there's no way to hate God without hating myself. So that's impossible. So I don't feel that way. So I just wanted to cover that real quick while I'm having this conversation here on Christmas day. So I'm going to end now and get ready to go on my walk. I'll walk for an hour and a half or so, and then I'll come back and make breakfast for Twana and Kayla and we'll have our Christmas day and we will make new memories today. I have to admit the last five Christmases are kind of a blur. I don't really remember any of them in particular, but you know we've gotten through them. Uh, we cherish each other. We cherish our time together with each other. And I encourage you to do the same as you go through these holidays. And again, it's day 1,645 since Shana passed. I've survived 1,645 days. It's my first Christmas without my, my dog, Zoe. Uh, I miss her today. Um, but I will see them again, and it's not an infinite amount of time between now and then. So I celebrate the fact that uh, that time is getting closer. So everyone, again, Merry Christmas. And if I don't see you, Happy New Year. Out. Thanks for listening to Grief to Growth. Brian hopes that you find this episode helpful and will come back for future episodes. Brian's best-selling book, Grief to Growth, Planted Not Buried, is a great resource for anyone who is coping with grief or knows someone who is. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to support it, there are three things you can do to help. The first is to share the podcast with someone that you think it will help. The second is to go to iTunes, rate, and review the episode. The third way you can support the podcast is by becoming a patron. Head over to www.patreon.com slash grief to growth. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash grief, the number two, growth, and sign up to make a small monthly donation. Patrons get access to exclusive bonus content and knowledge that you are helping to spread the message of grief to growth. For more about Brian and grief to growth, visit www.grief2growth.com. Hey there, if you like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you liked. If you didn't like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you didn't like. 
Go to grieftogrowth.com slash community and look for talk about the podcast. I'll see you there.